Welcome to the Memory Hole Show, where we talk about interesting ideas, promote freedom, and push back against authoritarianism. I'm your host, Brian. What is up, listeners? Outside right now in southern Ontario, it's pretty cold with a high of minus 25 and a low tonight of minus 30. Now that would be minus 13 to minus 22 in Fahrenheit. That's cold. Although when I lived in Calgary over the winter many, many, many years ago, I remember a week of minus 35 in my car not having an engine block heater, and it took that week off. So with this kind of cold temperature, you're better to stay warm. Okay, so where are we at this week? All right, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you'll know that I've talked about the many things that governments and big tech do that negatively impact and threaten our freedom and liberty. But slowly, I'm starting to see more and more voices that are searching for how to combat that. And this is a good sign. So before I jump into this week's episode, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the show. But preferably, I need each of you to make sure you've subscribed so that this show can get by those pesky algorithms and be found by other like-minded people. Think of it, the more people that can speak up for freedom, the better off we will all be. I started this podcast to try to do my part, but what I need to do to make it work, I need you to help me push up my subscribers. Now for everybody that's already subscribed, thanks for helping to get these ideas out to the world. Okay, let's get this show started. For many years, people in Western countries have been able to live their lives unencumbered by the government. The historical process of attaining this freedom wasn't easy or tidy. Many rights movements can attest to this. As time passed, however, the power-hungry people of the past have begun rising again. Kings and queens have been replaced by presidents and prime ministers and supported by bureaucracies and NGOs and big tech. This slow boil over time has recently turned up to high. The empire is striking back. The question is, in the quest to preserve your freedom, will you join the rebellion? or the empire. What is strange to me, and an indicator of who we're up against, is that somehow the word freedom has been branded as a right-wing idea. And since the term right-wing is the new racist, anything associated with it must be bad. But what is freedom? Freedom is a concept that relates to how individuals behave in society. It allows for each person to live their lives as they see fit so long as they don't hurt other people or take their stuff. Essentially, freedom means being free from others using force on you, as well as you on them. By hurting other people, you are using force on them. By stealing their stuff, you are using force on them. So based on that, we know what actions we should not do. But what can you do? Generally speaking, whatever you want. For a good long while now, this has been the case, but this idea of freedom is under attack. We are moving towards a societal system where we need to ask for permission from the government or some other authority in order to make our own choices. COVID was a great testing ground for these types of authoritarian schemes. The Vax Pass may have sounded good to some, but I suspect it was really a trial for a larger digital ID system. But regardless of whether it was a trial or not, you can be sure there were many, many eager eyes watching how this new control system all worked out. Typical to any scheme, in the beginning it sounds benign, but over time, the digital ID system will include more and more of your online and offline footprint. 
Anything you do that can be traced will be tracked. From that, a score can be generated, and that score will determine your level of compliance and therefore what you can and can't do in society. Compliance to the government or whatever authoritarian rulers we end up with will be the determining factor for your freedom. China has already implemented a system like this if you don't believe it's possible. Added to this, this conformity to government will be enforced by a digital currency, a centrally controlled digital currency. And as we saw with Trudeau and Freeland in Canada during the freedom protests last year, if they don't like you criticizing them, they will debank you. And then you're screwed. Without cash, you won't be able to transact and therefore you won't be able to survive or pay your mortgage or feed your kids. So those are all bad things. And I've spoken about many of these topics in the past. Identifying the problem is the important first step. But what do we do about it? Non-compliance is a great idea. But what about when the mousetrap forces you to choose between compliance and starvation? Being united in non-compliance could be a form of resistance, but would that really be enough? Michael Breton on Twitter at Michael P. Breton is someone I've been following on Twitter for a while, and he's also concerned about this new global authoritarian movement that seeks to control us. He recently launched theworldresponds.com to help fight back. Now, what I'm really hoping from this website is to find other people to join in pushing back against the authoritarianism in the world, as well as to generate ideas on how to do that. I think I'm pretty good at identifying problems, but I haven't yet figured out how to fight back against the cabal. Now, one of the interesting pages on the website, theworldresponse.com, for me was the content page. On that page, I found a video called This Pivotal Moment. It always makes me happy to find new content like this because it gives me hope that at least there's some people that are trying to wake up the world to this evil cabal of control freaks. Give the video a watch. It's linked here on memoryholeshow.com. Many of the ideas will be familiar to my listeners. Okay, so the biggest idea in this video is that society is moving from being free to requiring permission to do anything. Let me say this in no uncertain terms. If your freedom is dependent on some other entity giving you permission, you are not free. You are owned and controlled. That's the beauty of digital ID and central bank digital currencies. The government can treat you like a mouse in a trap. Rewards for the things they like on the one hand and punishment or denial of access for non-compliance on the other hand. In this kind of system, compliance will equal survival. In this tyrannical system, adults can no longer make decisions for what is best for themselves and their families. In a way, we would all be treated like children seeking candy from their parents. In this case, the parents would be the government and the candy would be your temporary freedom called privileges. Consider how the Vax Pass primed society for this system. If you complied to what the government wanted, you were rewarded with the privilege of eating inside the restaurant, and if you didn't comply, you were denied. And the majority of people loved it. That's what us freedom-loving people are up against. This machine is big and powerful and has a great deal of resources. So what happens when the criteria you have to comply with keeps changing? Two shots was considered vaccinated before, but now many more boosters are required. What other requirements beyond vaccination status will be added? We can already see how debanking will be a thing. So that's one part, a big part of the equation. Now think about how much of you is tracked via your phone. 
social media use, and everything you watch, click and like. Oh yeah, and don't forget to like the show, by the way. Or everything you subscribe to is tracked. Then add to all of that your financial transactions, PayPal, Interact, credit card purchases. There really is no escaping being tracked in the modern era, except maybe cash. Now, with the Twitter files dumps, we can see that the government co-ops these digital platforms and manipulates us with their curated information. Or should we call that what it actually is? Misinformation. Now, with so many government entities and agencies like the FBI using social media and other digital entities as extensions of their reach, the line between the government and these private digital companies that shouldn't have been crossed got ran over by a tank. Remember the Constitution? Well, you better, because at this rate, it's going to be memory hold very soon. There has never been a more critical time with all this new information on the population to have governments leave the people alone instead of trying to control them. And just think, that's with you and your cell phone. In the end, that's a very slow link. What if sci-fi becomes a reality and they can miniaturize that link to the internet? Neuralink, for example, or something to that effect, is getting close to being an everyday thing. How will all that surveillance affect you then? I would imagine they'd have much more information once they're inside your body. Baby steps add up over time, don't they? The government is progressively caring less about following the limitations set out in the Constitution, which makes me wonder if they care so little about that accountability. Is the mouse trap we are in already impossible to get out of? I sure hope not. The Pivotal Moment video talks about an idea I hadn't heard before. That's turnkey totalitarianism. It's as good as it sounds. Basically, they're putting into place all the cogs to this authoritarian wheel, but they've yet to turn it on. But when they do, how will anyone escape these masters? Even Darth Vader wished his empire could have had this kind of unlimited power. And I get all this might sound like conspiracy, but every other thing that was invented in the past to constrict or limit our freedoms also sounded like conspiracies until we discovered that they weren't. And at which point, is a rebellion really possible? Just consider what they've been toying with or have already tested. They tested the Vax Pass, a form of digital ID. Now they're talking about a global known traveler digital ID. Can you see the iterations? We know they've got the ability to turn off bank accounts of dissenting people. The government clearly has a good versus bad branding for the actions of the population. And they've got all the info and tracking on you via digital content companies like social media and Google. Next, just as marketers can target you specifically based on your online habits, we've seen with the Twitter files dumps that the government will also manipulate what you can and can't see to shape your beliefs. They did this with the Hunter Biden laptop, the COVID vaccines, and climate change. They want people that question their narratives to be silenced. They can already track what you buy and sell, unless it's done with cash, of course. And they have your medical records. And with smart homes and smart meters, they can track your energy use. So if you combine all those data points, you get a credit score. Now, they'll claim this is to keep you safe and to save the earth. But don't forget, this is the same group that believes in population reduction. But keep in mind that they aren't the ones on the chopping block. See, in the end, they want to be safe from us and they want the earth to be saved from our existence. 
They don't want people to live peacefully and in harmony. That doesn't work for controlling people. They want to deplatform you and I. It's time to strike back against the empire. Be ungovernable. As usual, the links I spoke about are on memoryholeshow.com. Check them out and see what you think about the ideas that Michael Breton put out. And I ask, is there nothing more that we can do other than non-compliance? Like, what do you think we can do to fight this globalist authoritarian movement? Now, you can go out right on over to memoryholeshow.com and add your suggestions in the little suggestions box. I'll bring those up on a future episode. In the meantime, don't forget to share the show on social media. There's links for social media sharing on memoryholeshow.com in all of the show notes. All these little things help to boost the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for your help. And I hope you liked the episode. Until next time, speak up or you'll get memory hold. All content from the MemoryHoleShow.com and the Memory Hole Show podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and presented solely as opinion.